Thor spends a night with this woman and the next morning he says, look, I have to tell you who I am. I'm Thor. She says, you're Thor. I can hardly walk. In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. You're a dickhead. You know that, right? <laughs> yes, I have actually been called a dickhead on numerous occasions in my life, sometimes even by my own family members. Well, we're basically friendly. Aunt Lisa. I've known True that. for like 27 years. Oh, that was some quick maths because I tried to think the other day. It was literally just a go-to number. I oh. was about to say 25, but I was just like, 25 is really plus just six. so That's boring. That's right, 27. Yeah. yeah, we are. We're practically family and that's why I feel comfortable with you telling you terrible jokes. Yeah. As told by Chris Hemsworth on the Graham Norton show one time. What I love is usually when you tell terrible jokes, mm. you immediately laugh afterwards. <laughs> And then I'm sitting here like, you realise that's terrible. You're like, that's why it's funny. Exactly. that's what you sound like. Especially with no setup and as a cold opening. So, MJK is just pouring himself a nice Red Bull with lemon and ice. Refreshing. For for a big one. (laughs) A big upcoming 50 minutes of... Chit chat. So, uh, what you you got to get it out the way. What number are we on? What episode? Oh yeah, we welcome about? guys to season five, episode seven of not another podcast. Not another podcast <laughs> <laughs> with two T's. Um, there's some people out there who want to make a not another podcast with three T's. They know who they are. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> and if I ever see him, I'll chin him. Right. <laughs> chin him. But uh, let's start as we usually do with what have you watched recently? Would you like to go first? (laughs) I always kick it off. And I'm almost immediately regretting this beanie that I put on right before recording because it's quite warm all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, you can can take it off at any point. Yeah, I know. But like you've got a beanie on. No one can actually see. So I'm not really sure why why it matters. This is why I'm (laughs) confused. But anyway. It's not going to throw off anything except your own train of thought. I must say, this would have to be one of the longest lists I've had to write. Not had to write, but that I've written in preparation for recording the next episode of Not Another Podcast, which we do every two weeks nowadays, uh, because I've been on school holidays, so I have had time up my sleeve, and I set myself a goal to finish a couple of things, but to also watch a movie a day, which I did. I just want to point out. Not one of them was good time. <laughs> it's going to happen. But, she uh, says. You wait for the day. You know what? Here's a promise. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I will watch it before the season finale of this season, season five. We always do 10 episodes a season. Not always. We've just said we're on the seventh, so I've got several weeks up my sleeve. Like, let's say six. But I want to keep it for the finale, and Good Time can be part of our title. And everyone who's listened for some time now will know why that's so relevant and important. I've Um, been listening, and I know the relevance. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. But anyway, to my long list. Um, Our feature film today is Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. We will be talking about that a little bit later. But on my list for the last couple of weeks, Scusi and I finished season three of Killjoys, which I own on Blu-ray. They're ten episodes each, so we've watched, I think, only one of season four so far, um, out out of five seasons. So looking forward to getting through that. Um, I watched the film version of The Hunt for the Red October. Now, on the last episode of the podcast, I listed the fact that I had finished the book by Tom Clancy and that I'd wanted to watch the film version of the Jack Ryan story. Very, very old school. What was it? 1990 it was released. Is that the submarine movie? Yep, submarine with um, Sean Connery and Alec Baldwin as Jack Ryan. And they're the main two. Uh, other familiar faces pop Lots up here, here and there, faces. for sure. But I'm like, that film is 30 years old, and it's pretty old school. <laughs> I'll give you that. But I was kind of disengaged a little bit from it. It varied a little bit from the book, um, not too much. You know, some characters were alive, some characters weren't by the end of it. But 
Yeah, a little bit distracted by the end of it. But, I mean, even entertaining films like Extraction, that happens sometimes. So, <laughs> it doesn't well, matter how old it is. We'll get to why you That's right. got very distracted <laughs> for that later. Yep, let's do that. I watched a film from 2016 called Night Hunter, which has Henry Cavill, Alexandra Daddario. Sir Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley. I want to say Sam Rockwell, but he wasn't. No. Was he? <laughs> He wasn't. He's been in other things, but not this one. Um, I just saw him on the cover of Jojo Rabbit. Ah, okay. He's fresh in your memes. He's a beautiful man, so I just want to talk about it. He's very good in that film too, so I'm going to look forward to re-watching that. Um, That was quite a dark film about, um, well, kind of like a guy that reminded me of Kiss the Girls. Yeah, a bit of sex trafficking. Um, But yeah, really cool cast, so I got into it because only an hour and a half too, which I liked. I rewatched Looper, which I didn't think was, was as good second time around. I'm not sure why. It's so slow. Yeah. Like, it, it's got like a really edgy kickoff. Yeah. With like a lot of weird, strange violence, cool time travel shit. Yeah. And then it's just, I'm detoxing in a house in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah. I mean, with Emily Blunt, which is cool, but yeah. So still a good film, still holds up, but just not as engaging for me second time around for whatever reason. I watched, <laughs> I finished watching that Netflix series, Too Hot to Handle, the reality oh, TV geez, show. Oh, I actually forgot that was Yeah, I know, but that was in the last two weeks. And I mentioned it to quite a few of my uh, high school students and they've all watched it. Of course they have. Because <laughs> it was new and it was eight episodes and it was quick, quick and TV easy. <laughs> like all of the cast members, really. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I finally got around to watching 1917. What do you mean is, finally? Well, you, a lot of people had watched it before you me. You watched it. Illegally, <laughs> so it's not like uh, you purchased it and were like, "Oh man, it's been sitting there." What's your for point? A month. It means I'm saying I missed it in the cinemas because yeah, I was going to go see it there, probably with your mate Tim. No, Tim and Hedge saw it together. I got <gasps> left out for whatever reason. You know what it is? They were like, "She's a girl." Even <laughs> She's though when, got you, germs. when you guys hang out, you guys call yourselves boys club. Oh yeah, <laughs> boys club. We're logging online tonight to play Division, uh, quarantine style. It's going to be awesome. But anyway, Too Hot to Handle was just trashy but addictive for that reason where you're like, I need to see this and uh, Finally, not afraid to sh- say it. Finally, TV that was inclusive of all, you know, what do you call it? Countries. Yeah. Nationalities. Yeah. 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 There's an Australian guy, there's an Irish girl and a girl from Essex. <laughs> you need to say a real slapper from Essex. She's a real slapper from Essex. That's really mean. As a woman, you shouldn't she be She got around that. a bit. No, she... she Coined herself as a slapper, basically. <laughs> so I'm just repeating what she said. Um, that's what she said. Anyway, 1917, directed by Sam Mendes. Absolutely brilliant. Lots and lots of... Well, a series of one long, continuous shot. I think the longest shot um, in the film is about eight and a half minutes. Coincidentally, we have that ties into some shots that we see in Extraction that we'll talk about a little bit later. You know what I really want to see? Because I haven't watched 1917. Yeah. What I really want to see when I watch it mm. is just Woody Harrelson with hair. Yeah. It's just a good visual. Except he's not in that. He is in this next film I watched, which was called Midway. Damn it. Which was set Wait, around watched, Pearl Harbor. You watched both of them? I watched both of them. What, like back-to-back days? Yeah, back-to-back days. How did you handle that much war? Oh, I love war films. I, so it didn't bother me. And there were only two out of 14. All right. Now, this is... I never thought this was going to happen, but this is when they finally shut us down at Pearl <laughs> Jade is just an advocate for war. You're a monger. You're a tyrant. I love war films. Oh, yeah. See, now this is why. And I'm like, they're fictional, but all of these were based on true stories. This is why if I was in the media, I would totally just cut it where you say I love war. (laughs) And and you'd be all like, that was a complete misquote. I don't know why you sound like a queen from San Diego right now. You sound like a camp Donald Trump. Well, (laughs) I don't know why it's San Diego. Really? Trump? A camp Trump? eh? Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna, Imagine that. I'm Coin that. Work that into something. All right, it's official. I'm taking off the beanie. All right, sick. Just giving you all a visual. This is why. This is this is what's leveling me out. I've got mm. two icy beverages mm-hmm. and the beanie. Mm. I'm also and shorts and t-shirt. Whereas I'm, I'm in skins and a jumper. Not wearing socks. Yeah, I've got socks and shoes on, this ready for our where walk. If you're cozy, you just need it. You need to take it from this. I guy. need to find the balance, and I haven't found that today. <laughs> I've just gone for warmth because <laughs> it's cold outside, but it's not so bad inside. This and I have like zero beverages. And here I have three bits of Cadbury marble chocolate <laughs> sitting on my notepad, this ready for when you talk. Yesterday I went and had coffee, but it was more so we needed to do some grocery shopping with my mother. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she was like, let's get a coffee. I was like, look, I'm just going to get a long black over rice. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
I was wearing the beanie. <laughs> I had my, my flannel on. And you were wearing thongs. I, I remember you leaving. Again, <laughs> again balance. it's all about balance. Mm. Because you, you're walking around. Sometimes the heaters are up too high. Sometimes there's nothing but air conditioning. It's, it's all about balance. And then my mom, she's like having her cappuccino. Mm. And she's like, it's a bit hot in here. I'm like, it's because you're smashing a cappuccino. She hasn't dude. learned after all these years. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, you know, that's something for me to work on. <laughs> Jade needs to ad- apply balance to everyday life. It's true. It's very important to have balance in, in life, especially work-life balance. It doesn't really exist, but you try your best. I... um. I mean, you've, you've got a pretty good. Yeah, I finished Max. the series, the <laughs> limited series. It was through, um, it was a Hulu original, actually. I've mentioned it before, Little Fires Everywhere, based on Celeste Ng's book. Now, something funny I realised, when I was looking all of this up, Bruce Witherspoon, obviously, already follow on Instagram, and she tagged the author of the novel of the same name in her post about the finale of Little Fires Everywhere, which was excellent, by the way. And the, remember that time I'd finished reading her book and we didn't know how to pronounce NG. Mm-hmm. So we looked it up and we're like, oh, it's pronounced ing. Her Instagram, instead of Celeste Ning, is pronounced ing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's at pronounced ing. That's it. That's the whole thing. I, like I was like, it. that's hilarious. I'm like, that's now we all know how to pronounce it and find her. So look her up. Um, I finished volume three of The Chef Show, John Favreau and Roy Choi. I love saying that. Roy Choi's show. Um, I rewatched. Well, actually, I say rewatch Top Gun, but I watched Top Gun, having realised I don't think I've ever seen it from start to finish. It's just one of those iconic films you've seen bits of over and over again, like the Folly Pole scene or clips from the music video of the love story that's going on in that film. But I really don't think I've seen it before. And I rolled in and you, you said this to me. And yeah. I was like, okay, then be honest. How much do you hate it? And you were like, nah, I love, I love it. <laughs> 1980s. Ooh, I was going to say 86, but that's just because... That's the year we're born. Two great people were born that year. <laughs> so that could be why I'm saying it. Um, but I really enjoyed that. That was my prep for Maverick, which has now been postponed to November with all of this COVID and stuff. I, again, thought that it was oh, out already you I was and you were it. watching it. So then you that's could fair. watch Maverick. And I was like, oh, wait, are you telling me it still hasn't even been in nope. cinemas? And no. I, yep. That's how much I June, don't I care about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I enjoyed it, and it's one of those things that's great for the surround sounds. I really yeah, that liked was that. Painful. It was. Oh. I was in the house when that was <laughs> happening. <laughs> You're like, I'm trying to watch my shows. <laughs> the meatloaf. Fuck. Meatloaf. I finally watched The Gentleman, which you've also watched. But actually, you watched it with me because it's yeah. a film that you rate quite highly. Guy Ritchie film. Oh, so highly. Double and bubble. Double bubble. <laughs> I read the book Holes in the last week of holidays by Lewis Satcher. I think that's how you pronounce him. I've got a copy of the film since that, so I'm going to watch Which that is soon. about uh, female anatomy, right? <laughs> no. That would have been a much different experience. Um, it kind of ties in with your Thor joke. That's Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. A little bit. There's a little crossover. I watched the series finale again for Will and Grace because it's the 11th season. So it finished after eight seasons originally, came back for three more. It's finished already. I'm like, was there a point to that? Like, if you're going to come back, know. come back for one episode or a reunion or come back for another eight years. Like, be that good. I don't know. Maybe it's they're, know. they're old and bored and want to do something else. I don't know. Well, why stop in the first time? Because it, it, that's first how place. network television works. Yeah, it, it's interesting. And that's why I'm definitely keen that Friends aren't coming back. Because it's like, just give me a reunion. Um, yeah, it was like not that climactic, really, for a finale. So... Definitely preferred the original oh, finale. Just to jump around. Mm. The finale jump for Little up, Fires Everywhere. You down. said it was good. Yeah. How yep. good? Like, did Josh Jackson, like, kidnap someone? <laughs> no, not this time. <laughs> no, he's sort of uh, in his, well, not conflicted marriage, but like him and his wife, Reese Witherspoon, have a bit of conflict throughout it. Because she's a racist and he's like a defense lawyer or something? She's not racist, but she's pretty one-sided with... Um, the law case that's obviously going on in the background of that of that show in getting um, a Chinese baby back to her... Um, Chinese mother? To her mother, to her biological mother is the term that I want, not Chinese. <laughs> <That's trying to laughs> Even though it's correct, yeah. <laughs> biological mother. Um, no, it's good because it stuck very, very closely to, um, to the book, which I liked. But, like, there's still all those unanswered questions. Well, we know who lights the house on fire... But it's yeah, we daughter, don't see sort it? of it's all of the kids in the end. Yeah, oh, they're shit. like fuck this noise, <laughs> and they all contribute to it. So the youngest starts like 
pouring gasoline everywhere and then all of them light their own match and say, yeah, nah, you know what? Wow. Let's start fresh and send our mother a very strong message. Do you know what that's a product of? Bad parenting. Yep. Pretty much. Reese as a parent, pretty, I'm not uh, a parent. I'm just saying. But as a parent, me knowing that that would happen, I'd be all like, yo, give me a switch. Y'all about to get your ass whooped. <laughs> a switch? Uh, it's a terminology just for like a stick. Ah, so uh, like ass. not a Nintendo switch? Okay, <laughs> no, no, good to no. clarify. Oh, uh, Wouldn't that be funny though if that's what the kid does? Mm. Steals my credit card, goes, gets a switch. Yeah, like, screw you, there. dad. I'm like, yo, where'd you get the money for this? <laughs> I would call you dad even if there was a fire. <laughs> Coincidentally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I often do that. I'll say a joke or a pun that relates exactly to what I'm talking about without even trying or realizing. Well, low five you a bit social distancing. So yeah, keep 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 away, please. Um, I watched Aquafina in The Farewell. I, oh, how was it? Yeah, it's like not amazing, not really, really moving. Quite sweet. So obviously, they're lying to their grandmother about the fact she's got three months to live, which is quite common apparently in Chinese families. Like, let's not bring her down. Let's let her just live her life to the fullest. They all pretend that like Aquafina's cousins getting married as an excuse for them to all go over, go over there and see her one last time. So there was that one teary moment where the grandma's waving goodbye to her because she's got to fly back to LA or New York, and you're like. Oh shit, like Aquafina knows it's the last time she's seen her grandma, but the grandma doesn't know. And that was quite sad. Then it cuts to the credits because it is a true story. And the grandma's alive six years later. She's still kicking. Here's what I'm confused about. Yeah. Why do the family know and not the grandmother? So does the family only consult with the, the medical practitioners? Correct. Yes. That's weird. They lie, they change paperwork, everything. Because they don't want I mean, them to bear that. I'm not touching that at all. Yeah. That's what she said. Hey! We watched the Brooklyn Nine-Nine season seven finale. Yep, and I had some depression about that yesterday. Yeah, because you're like, damn it, now we've got nothing to watch on the Friday night. We don't have nothing to watch, but we don't have Brooklyn to watch on Friday night for a little time now. I finished season five, which is the series finale of Lost Girl, which was another little holiday goal. I finished very quickly after Life season two. I think I watched the last three episodes out of six um, in the one night. Bulled my eyes out. Brilliant. And a couple of nights after that, I watched the film Molly's Game with Jessica Chastain and Idris Elba based on the true story of a lady who runs an underground uh, poker game. That's a and woman right there, that, Jessica yeah, Chastain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite interesting. So that is my list. It's quite long. And I was playing a bit more Marvel Spider-Man last night. That you were. <laughs> I was like, what do I do? Nah, start this up. What have you watched in the last two weeks? Now I can eat my chocolate. Boom. I finished... Uh, is Sopranos, mm-hmm. and uh, I found that uh, there's a few too many nonsense episodes in the final season, which really bothers. Interesting me. that you didn't notice before. No, I mean I knew they weren't engaging, and like as they were approaching, I was like, oh, I I really don't like this episode, but I like watched it anyway. And but then it reminds me of why I don't like the episode. Like certain characters go from being what they truly are to just like being Tony's flunkies just to get the point of the story of a single episode that you don't even need. Yeah, I hate those filler episodes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it always just kind of bums me out because yeah, he's fucking dead. But you know, the director and the show creator said it's up to the, the audience interpretation. But the whole theme of the show is when you die, you don't see it coming and there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it, yeah, it fades to black. And oh yeah. Very no, iconic ending. Yeah, no ending credits, music. I mean, there's end credits, but there's no music over the top of it. It's just, it's just what it is. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and the fact that the movie, The Many Saints in Newark, has been delayed because of this fucking COVID one nine. COVID, yep. It's just one nine. <laughs> it's making me sad even more. Oh yeah, so I finished Sopranos. Uh, I started re-watching the first season of hit TV show Preacher. Mm. Yesterday, and you bought it uh, all on Blu-ray not long ago. Uh, had a nice little giggle. I watched the first few episodes and uh, yeah, it's a good fucking show. You need to watch it. I walked in and there was just a guy with his guts lying everywhere in the ground. So that's Cassidy. He's right. a vampire and um, he was, I guess he was the poker dealer on a private airplane. But all the dudes on the private airplane were vampire hunters. Uh-huh. So he fucked them all up to death. And then, but it's like, oh, there's no pilot. Oh, oh. No. So he's just like grabs himself like some blood because he stabbed a guy with a wine bottle. So he just undid the top and oh. got, got the blood in his little his little cup. And just so it's quite. Like, is it rated R? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So then he just dives out of the plane and hopes for the best. And then there's a cow there. 
where he's just like... What he, number is on its ear tag? Oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah, you were looking at that a lot last night while we were ordering Uber Eats. One, six, two, three, eight, I think. Something like that. Yeah, I know it was five digits and it started Correct, with a one, and it had six. a six and a two and a one. There was a nine, though. There wasn't a six, I think. No. No, there was a one, six. One, six. There was a nine at the end, though. That's not important. One, though. six, two, eight, nine. I don't know. <laughs> if that's what it is, <laughs> I'm going to be scared. <laughs> you should be. That's pretty much it, besides the movie we watched. That's right, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Wait, 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 I'm not done, you uh. crazy woman. Mm-hmm. Actually, I am. Go for it. What's up? This is us about to do some holy weird news. And <laughs> holy actually, weird. I actually got some gossip today. Ow, but it's got nothing to do with Hollywood. Bang. Oh. The hot goss. Spill the tea. We'll get to that in a minute. Do you know what that song reminds me of? Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, exactly. Miranda. Yeah, the, scene, the scene from Mrs. Doubtfire from Williams has a house party. <laughs> and it's just chaos. Um, the whole so time, yeah. Daniel. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. There's YouTube clips just of her, Sally Field, saying those lines over and over again in the film. It's brilliant. Um, excellent, excellent film. I feel like I need to show that to like my middle school kids because I don't think they would have seen it before. They're kind of born well and truly after that. But Mrs. Doubtfire, go check it out if you know. What are the current millennials called? Is there something before them? Generation Z or something? I don't know. What are we up to? I don't even know what Gen we are. <laughs> Oh. I actually don't know. I th- well, we're pretty close to millennials. I just know that Karens are part of the boomer generation. <laughs> Karen? Oh, you know, like Karens, like the the, oh, right. the yeah, I yeah. want to see the manager haircut type. You do have an issue with Karens. You really do. Because well, I've worked in the hospitality. They're the worst people. They're outrageous. No, it's not outrageous. They they are genuinely no, the worst people. I'm saying Karens are outrageous. I'm not saying you're outrageous. You know what? If you grow up mm. to be a Karen, which you probably won't because mm. you've rocked the same haircut forever. <laughs> this is facts. <laughs> you'll, you'll, I'll have to disown you and I'll have to confiscate your dog because you would not be a fit I was going to say, you're still living parent. in my house whilst disowning me? <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty funny. I'll, I'll probably, I'll, I'll be all like, squatters rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Is that still a thing? I feel oh, like who knows? Um, wow, this, we're off, way off topic. We but both just went to dead air. That's that's a party for her right there. <laughs> My Hollywood news is kind of a little bit old, but see if I care. Um, we haven't mentioned on the podcast yet that San Diego Comic Con has been cancelled for the first time in fifty years, thanks to stupid COVID nineteen. Where Australia seems to be doing pretty well with it, but somewhere like the US is not. So. God forbid we'd all send thousands and thousands of people to San Diego. Um, so that's unfortunate because I do look forward to watching the panels each year and the new trailers dropping. I wonder if they'll still actually do that just in honour of San Diego, drop new trailers and film clips, etc. But with all these delays, who knows if that can even happen. Um, on April 30th, so only a couple of days ago, there was a Parks and Recreation reunion from the looks of a lot of Instagram posts, it looks like it was held over Zoom, but they're as their characters. So that would be kind of interesting to see if we can find a copy of it and check that out because we do we both are fans of that show. And I showed you a post last night from Rashida Jones, which is like so keen to hanging out with this crew again. And it's this big selfie group shot of the whole cast. And then you can see there's another photo. So you swipe to the left and there's what's his name? Because well, he has point. four names. Gary, G- G- Jerry. Jerry, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, Jerry, and I think maybe one of the jokes in the thing is that his audio doesn't work in Zoom. So oh, that's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely got to try and find a copy of that. In the meantime, there is that Paley Fest um, reunion they did a couple of years ago where the whole cast is on the stage and they're being interviewed. So that's always a good watch as well. Um, Ryan Gosling is rumoured to be the live-action Hercules. Not sure that I envision him. As envision him as that character. I mean, he's the Merc with the mouth. He's definitely not a Herc with the, the jerk. Yeah. I got mm. nothing. <laughs> Herc with the Merc he'd and have the jerk. To, he'd have to turn into Thor mm. 
Mm, that's and what then, I mean. You have to really bulk up. I'm yeah. sure he's not a small guy, but he's <clears throat> no, not. he's not. He's in great shape, yeah. but he's he's a very lean individual. Also, he talks too much. <laughs> you know, he follows a script, right? But he doesn't. He's notorious <laughs> for being Ryan Gosling in everything. Really? Yeah. Have you ever seen a Ryan Gosling movie? I've seen many, but I didn't know this fact. Well, there's some gossip for you. you. All right. Well, shit. Shit. My last thing here is that Doctor Strange is potentially being pushed back again to 2022. I'm not sure how that fits in with everything else. Well, I feel like literally nothing probably will be released this year. If Yeah, nothing that they're saying is coming out. So the next one we believe is Black Widow in November. So we have to wait to see what happens there. Um, but that's it for me. Did you actually have some uh, goss to spill? Well, apparently Universal Studios, um, even before this whole pandemic oh, yeah? shit was happening, they were planning on doing same-day releases for cinema and for, like, home viewing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've heard of this, yeah. So, basically, they're trying to, well, not trying to kill cinema, but just make everything mm. available to people. But whereas, you know, as, you know, you're a huge movie-goer, mm-hmm. it's, and... People, we're both huge fans of cinema as well. So mm. knowing that the cinematic presentation is as close as to the representation that the director wanted. Mm-hmm. So if you take that away, it's kind of like you, you're stripping a lot away from yeah what you could have. Also, why would you want to kill the cinema industry? I want to I, I want to pay twelve dollars for a fucking bag of popcorn. Yeah, for sure. It tastes so good, and I never finish it all. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the con right there. That's right, that's right. You or you could be like those sneaky little suckers, sneaky little suckers that I saw one time when Marion Cinema, Event Cinema was packed, absolutely packed this one time, and I saw these little punks getting their bags of Skittles and or their bags of Maltesers, putting it at the bottom of the popcorn box and then topping it with the popcorn and only paying for said popcorn. That's called thievery. Because you don't hand it over to the person at any point. You can just be holding it. Yeah, just the one popcorn, thanks, be eaten from the top of it. They don't weigh it in any way, so weigh it in any way. So they had no idea, so they saved themselves like 10 bucks, 20 bucks each time. I was like, that's smart, but it's also... Illegal. <laughs> exactly. Because we finish each other's... Sandwiches. Yes! That's exactly what I wanted you to say. So good. Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait I, I'm clearly... Any other gossip for you to spill the tea? Well, I was just going to sip s- the tea. talk about this one time. I went to the movies with a few mm. of my friends and just out of nowhere, mm. Buddy starts macking on a cheeseburger. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Because we went to Macca's <laughs> beforehand. This was like high school times. Oh, yeah, so yeah. he bought his meal. This is Matty B, by the way. Bought his meal. And then I think he was last doing it. And he always ate a lot, right? Right. So, But while before he came back with his tray or whatever, he pocketed... A few cheeseburgers, <laughs> and then like a little bit later, he's eating another one. What the oh fuck? my and I god! I couldn't ask him about it in the movies. Like, no, hey, bro, what you doing? Let's have a conversation. Yeah. So afterwards, I was like, he was like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "I knew I'd get hungry." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That, of course, is the Limp Bizkit track, The One. And we're about this to talk about a trailer where Anna Kendrick finds her The One. Jade, kick <laughs> us off. <laughs> I am a big fan of Anna Kendrick. Not a big fan of this trailer that we've watched recently called Dummy, which D-U- is a limited TV series. M-M-Y. Correct. If you didn't know how to spell it, that's it right there. But Ten it points. it should be called Sex doll. So the dummy in the trailer is a sex doll. Anna Kendrick is... Anna Kendrick discovers her partner, her much older partner. Which you have so many issues with. It doesn't look right. He looks like he could be a grandpa. I know that exists out in the world, but it just... It's not what I'm used to seeing in Hollywood shows and films, etc. Well, maybe he was the only one believable (laughs) enough to have a sex doll. That kind of works. Um... Yeah, she discovers he has a sex doll and she also discovers that the doll talks to her. I don't believe she actually is talking, but this is what she's seeing. She is talking to a therapist in the trailer who's saying that this is her way of dealing with certain things that have happened in her past or dealing with the situation of finding that a boyfriend has a sex doll. And anyway, the therapist tells her to just embrace 
a relationship with this sex doll. So it seems like they become gal pals and... Feminist gal pals. Who go on a road a trip. A road trip. And uh, kind of befriend each other. I just, I wish our listeners could see my face right oh, now. Oh, yeah, I could see it. I turned to your... I looked at your face after the trailer. Your nose was shriveled up. You're like, what was that? What did I just witness? What 90 seconds did I just lose? I don't know what network that's coming out on or anything it said, else. It also said new episodes every day, so it must be a streaming it, service. Yeah, it could, could even be YouTube or something. But Truth, but I feel like that it would be lathered all over it, plus it'd probably be a longer trailer too. Very much so. And it really, the only other person we see, we see Anna Kendrick in that trailer, one clip of the boyfriend, one clip of the therapist, and then the rest is her and the, the dummy. It's like, low budget, low budget for sure. And I'm like, damn it, I need to get these cinemas back open because that's one way in which I saw trailers. Mm-hmm. So I had things to talk about. Otherwise, I have to again, go out of my way to search for them. Again, watching a trailer mm. on a cinema screen yeah. is exciting. Even like that time, we, I think we were seeing Zombieland 2 and we saw some garbage anime thing on. We were both like, this is the stupidest oh, shit I do remember that. I've ever seen. Yeah. Not for me. And then I hear some somebody in the back be like, oh, screws on it. And I was like, oh, that's not for everybody, but that's all right, you know. But it looked good up on the big screen. It does. It sounds good. It looks good. And it's different to seeing the trailers on TV in the middle of a series because they're about 30 seconds long. In the cinema, you're getting like a two and a half minute trailer. Sometimes that's an issue because you're seeing too much of a film. Like Fast, the new Fast and the Furious. Mm -hmm. That's my brother. (laughs) And my brother is John Cena. Because that's realistic. family. <laughs> Letty, get over here. I don't know what I'm doing now. But did you watch any trailers? I did. I watched the trailer for season four of Fargo. Ah, nice. When's is... that set out, set to release? No idea. Yeah, right. But, Soon then. Um, first season was set like in real time, modern time. Mm-hmm. Second season, I think, was set in the 70s or 80s. Third season was set in the 90s, and this season's set in the 50s. Oh, right. So it's not mm. the same characters each time then. It's usually around the, the city of Fargo, mm-hmm. which is in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or actually, it might be in one of the Dakotas. I forget. Mm. But they all have Minnesota accents, which is great. Just like an American-Canadian hybrid. Nice. Yeah. Like it. Any others? What do you mean? Trailers. No, that's it. Ah, nice. I seek to this out, though, because I was mm. just like, surely it's going to be coming out soon. But I, I feels think like that's a once-a-year sort of show as well. Like, there's quite a big gap between each season. Oh, fuck. Between yeah. the previous season and this one, there's been at least two years. And same that's between what I season two and three, mm. there was at least two years. Big production and everything else? Yeah. Kind of like Westworld, just big cast, well, big production? Considering the huge cast mm. and it's... You can't really say it's like a period piece, but no. there's a lot of costumes and set yeah, designs true. for yesteryear, yep. cars, etc., all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. So, it uh, yeah, it would take a little while to get everything going. But uh, Chris Rock's in this latest season. Oh, really? And my man, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, man, that's two big ticks for you. Two huge ticks, like this. Mm. Yeah, Whoopa! Like Whoopa! What's that from? Um, it's when Chandler yeah. is describing the whipping sound. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, when you get whipped, like, whoopa. They're like, that's not a whipping sound. A whip is, Ksh! They're like, yeah, exactly. Whoopa. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Oh, Chandler Bing, what a mad dog. mercenary embarks on the most deadly extraction of his career when he's enlisted to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord this is extraction 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 <laughs> <laughs> trying to like an echo Coming to extract you extract you extract that's right that's right yes that's a very new release Netflix exclusive <laughs> I think I've made it work now. I've made the song work because the kid is he's a youth to- of the nation. And he's about 
12 would yeah. be accurate. Maybe a little bit older. I mean, older. he was 14 and they pointed that out when he was smoking down. Well, his homie was smoking down and then got shot in the head. Anyway, boom. Boom. Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Netflix. Australia. <laughs> there is. The Kimberleys are in there. Directed by Sam Hargrave. Written by Joe Russo. Directorial debut. Directorial debut. Russo, who wrote... Oh, he doesn't know. Doesn't need to do um some of the Avengers, right? Well, he, he I know he directed Winter Soldier and Aha. and then Civil War and then Endgame and uh, the other one. That's the answers I wanted, and you had this awkward pause. He there. didn't write them; he directed ah, them. Ah, okay. That's the difference here, kids. Yes. And I'm not even going to try and pronounce the young kid's name who we've mentioned just now. Um, j- just. Just while is his last name. That's that's the fourth one there on IMDb.com. Yes, while. Yes. I believe there'd be a lot of syllables in that first name. Yes. Well, he is the young person that's been kidnapped and needs extracting by Tyler Rake, who is played by uh, Chris Hemsworth. It's rated MA15+. It goes for an hour 56 and it's got a 6.8 rating on IMDb, Ooh, which is that's, not a strong That's gone rating. down since we yeah. watched it. I think it was a little bit higher. It's still in the top 10 trending shows and movies on Australian Netflix at the moment because it is so new. And it's got our man. Thor. And our man. Didn't it? Our, you know, he's a national treasure. He really is. He is. No lie about it. And obviously, you know, we know that streaming services are up by over 80%. So a lot of people are online watching films at the moment. Um, So it doesn't surprise us that a lot of people are checking in with this. Um, But yeah, obviously a big action uh, movie. Mostly set in, I was going to say... Mumbai. Yeah, Mumbai. Oh, it could be wrong. Yeah, somewhere. Pretty sure it was though. Yeah. Yeah. where, yeah, we see quite a, kind of not a messed up Chris Hemsworth, but a uh, definitely a emotionally damaged Chris Hemsworth because he's lost his, I think he was five, five-year-old son. Fun fact, the son in the movie that you see through flashbacks is played by his real-life son. Um, yeah, so he's, it was, the movie's a big blockbuster action, but there was moments there where Hemsworth got to show off some of his sort of more dramatic chops. The scenes with David Harbour were fucking dope. Yes. Both of them. Yeah, he, that's right. I forgot David, David Harbour, Harbour was in it. Our Stranger Things man, or Hellboy, if you will. Um, I know him from Black Mass. Yeah, that's that's true. That's he true. gives away a family secret, and then Whitey Ball just like, I didn't even try. And you're sitting here telling me your family secrets. It's just about steak. Oh, that's a Boston film too, isn't can't it? Trust yeah, him. that's right. Sorry if that confused you. We are talking about extraction, but that was as quick. I'm old black school. Mass. I like to <laughs> jump around. All right. Jump up, jump up, and get down. That's right. Jump, jump, jump. You know who sings that? House of Pain. Right. That's right. You know who's in that group? That's uh, right. DJ Lethal, Limp Bizkit. Bring what? it on. DJ Lethal. Bring it on. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> So very true. And there were, I was saying to you while we were watching it together on the big screen, I was like, I'm having trouble understanding a lot of the dialogue. There was not because of accents or anything like that because or the noise balance, but because of the mumbling that was going on. And then you're like... It was, when you said that, it, I was literally having moments. So I was like, mm. Hemsworth needs to be a huge Hollywood action mm. star. And then when you said that, and then I, I think I followed up by saying you that. You did. Well, Sly and Arnie, it's perfect. That's right. You know, these iconic blockbuster action heroes in Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Very hard to distinguish some of their dialogue sometimes. I also sometimes. loved that he was Australian in this movie. Yes, yeah, And when you could understand him, he was like, yeah, come on, mate. Bloody hell. <laughs> Which you're not expecting from a Hollywood blockbuster. No, that like, is lovely. Throws you out a little bit and reminds you that... Uh, I don't know that you're watching a film, I guess. But yeah, just to call back to what we were talking about earlier, mm. Jade did get a little distracted, which is okay because mm, she was mm, mostly looking mm. at trivia of the movie. Yep. But true up. The the reason she got distracted is because she was off her tits on Jamis. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. I'd had two. Yeah, you were all over the shop. I was not. You went and found my script that I wrote in high I school. I did. I did go off track. I started thinking about other things whilst watching it. Obviously, not totally engaged by the film. I liked it, but it, I wasn't in love with it. There was. It, there was just like, I feel like there was a huge clusterfuck of action, which was good. Mm-hmm. 
Then we had an emotional scene with David Harbour and mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth. And, and even also with Hemsworth had a, and the, the kid. kid yep. yep. And he had a moment with that afterwards when they were, I think, I can't remember where they were hiding out. Or, if, or it was before that. Either way. And then it just went action, 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 action. Yeah. And it, it was just kind of like, wow, I've, whew, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. And again, you're off your tits on Jammo. <laughs> and for some reason, I started remembering that you'd written a script at some point. I don't know. It must have been a very particular bit of the dialogue or the yeah, description I, that reminded me I'm of it. I'm sitting here and I can't figure how yeah, you Yeah, I don't it know together. how I even thought of it, but I knew that I had a copy of it somewhere. So in the middle of the film, I get up and start looking through boxes <laughs> that are in my cupboards to give Mofo a copy because he didn't even have one of his own, of his own script. And uh, yeah, we're having a bit of a laugh. <laughs> Some of your descriptions of a guy is drunk, having a shower with all his clothes on, yet when he comes out of the shower, he's just wearing a towel. <laughs> On his head, that is. A towel on his head. You're like, what? Like, it was just funny. I don't know. And then it had me looking through other things. And I found that book that I had everyone write in in year 12. Uh It just gets them to detail some of the, some of their bio. Like, favorite quote, you know, I'm around when you hear me saying. Uh (laughs) Favorite person, favorite celebrity crush, all these sorts of things that you fill out. And they're quite funny to look back on and reflect on and go, what was I? thinking or yeah no that pretty much sums me up um so we started looking through that and i honestly do not remember the last 30 minutes of that film i I remember again it was just an action sequence so i remember probably the last three to five minutes oh correct yeah exactly we're on the bridge before that i feel like it was just action action correct him and all right so all all the spoilers so what happens is, is he gets him and his team get hired for a job by this crime lord's number two guy mm. but the, he already has said to the crime lord himself he goes yo bruh we ain't got the sufficient funds to get this high level team and he's like make it happen so they fuck him over this mm. number two guy tr- kills most of Chris Hemsworth's team but he's still he's like no nah, mate I gotta do it I'm here mm. for the job mate I'm getting this kid out of here mate so then it's the rest of the movie he's running not only from the guy who hired him but the people, the kidnappers are still trying to re-kidnap. That's right. Yeah. They're like, we still need this guy. He's worth but something. And then him and the, the guy who screwed him over kind of team up in like um, like a Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage kind of way, like mega powers, but not quite. And uh, that's and then then it's it, it gets a little hazy because mm. again, off your tits. And then there's <laughs> the ending. <laughs> With somewhat of a resolution. That's right, but I, one of the highlights of the film was this 11 and a half minute one-shot action sequence. That's a, in quotation marks, one shot. Yes, well, it appears as though it's all one. Like for a lot of it, it is, but I'm sure maybe there's some cuts somewhere else. There was something on a video on IMDb about how the director did that, which makes me believe that it's all kind of legit and just very well rehearsed. But, I mean, you have the guy, the camera moving in and out of a car and mm. coming off – a um, a balcony three stories up. So you question those moments. But for the most part, they were really long shots. And that was that sort of connection that I had in thinking with 1917. Um, so those sequences were really, really cool. We see that in action films from time to time, like Atomic Blonde came to mind as well when I was watching it and Children of Men, which is the long sequence at the start of that, which is, damn, that's another Blu-ray I was meant to add to my list. Atomic Blonde. purchase. No, um, Children of Men. Children of Men. Yeah, the Clive Owen Julianne right, Moore film, yeah. yeah, and you're like, I haven't seen that, and then you were looking it up, going, nothing I have. <laughs> it's like, well, goes on the rewatch list. I just, yeah, I don't I, the name again because yeah. I was just like, what are you talking about yep. just now? So obviously, it didn't resonate with me as much as it did with you. Obviously, yeah, oh, I wasn't like blown away by the film, but I just it comes up a lot in t- in film technique conversations right. in terms of that long shot, that long sequence at the very start of the film. So I want to rewatch it mostly just, just for, for that. that yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Um, so yeah, that was one of the highlights of the film was seeing that sequence. And there was a lot of great like hand to hand combat with Hemsworth oh, and yeah. other Oh yeah. As I was watching the antagonist like this is like John Wick meets mm. Jason Bourne but with an Australian set in India. <laughs> That's right, you gotta make it different somehow. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And we do both love Chris Hemsworth. So it's a big drawing card to actually seeing the film in the first place. He's uh it's been a long time coming, but he's he's my new favourite Hemsworth. Yes. I mean he has been for a while yeah. since there's no longer a A Miley. The, we shan't speak her name. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Like Voldemort artist, really. Though. Voldemort. You can't say that name. I just did. Oh bear, we ain't afraid. We ain't afraid. 
pretty sure he's dead now, though, isn't he? At the end of that eighth film. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I don't watch him. I mean, I did. <laughs> I don't watch him. <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> it's all in the past. Just, Clearly. There's too many of them. And if you're a Harry Potter fan, you know what? Good for you. Good for you. Uh, anyway, Extraction, what would you rate it out of 10? IMDb was 6.8. MJK gives it a... I probably... Just a solid 6 out of 8. Yeah. 6 out of 8. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No. Okay. You said 6.8. Yeah, that's And I was correct. thinking, no, fuck the 8 off. Fuck the 8 oh off. Oh, my shit. God. No, sorry, 6 out of 10. Or maybe, okay, yeah. maybe a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. It was good. I really liked the bad guys, number two. That mm. guy with that really terrible haircut. Yeah. Throwing kids off of roofs. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Choice. That was pretty extreme. It's just funny because the visual of this guy, is, he's like mm. an overweight Indian dude. Like one of those stereotypes that have money with the gold chains, the open shirt. But he's got like a mullet. Yeah, and it does look like a mullet. Visually, you look him and the optics tell you, laugh at this guy. But then he grabs a kid and throws him off a roof. And you're like, whoa, whoa. whoa. Hold up, hold up. What is going on right now? No, I, I agree with the, the six. Yeah. The six out of ten. Solid for you. What was your favorite scene? The long sequence, for sure. Because they're trying to pick it apart and go, all right, where have they cut if they have? Or how have they done it if they haven't? Which makes me want to go and watch that IMDb video to see if it's all legit or righteous, not. Righteous, righteous. Um, but yeah. My favorite part was every moment he had with the kid. He's like, oh, Mike, do you trust me? And he's like, what? And he just throws him. <laughs> yeah, you're like, or too late. Throw, or like, you know, literally he throws him off a roof. He throws him out of a car. Yep. Uh, well, what else does he do? Any, either way, I liked his interactions with the kid. Yeah, true. And the kid's performance was a standout in the film as well. He was very, very convincing. Um, yeah, could take it to a very emotional place. And a little superstar on the rise. You reckon? Watch this space. He's the new Dev Patel. Watch out. Well, Dev Patel, he cries too much. Heard it here first, kids. Everything you see him in is... is look, oh, look. wait. Fago, Chappy, he's like crying all the time. Oh, what a film. I'm pretty sure he cries in every scene in Newsroom. He is in that. I forget about that. I haven't seen the movie where his face is on the cover. Lion. But I bet he cries a lot in that. Um, I think there's a couple of moments, but not too many. And then Slumdog Millionaire. Not too much crying in that, but Lion's one of my all-time favorite films. So, actual, oh, it's I ugly cried at the end of that. Really? I've never been moved by a film as much as that one. And sometimes that just comes down to timing, like when you're watching it in your life or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you watch it another time. Had I watched it another time, it might not have had the same effect, but it's still very, very powerful. Have you got like a movie? No matter when you watch it, mm. at any point in your life, it always makes you cry. Well, see, I don't re-watch movies as much as you or as much as when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, can't rem- I can't remember. If I watched Lion again, I'd say I'd cry again. Because mine's a strange one for a movie yeah. that I cry at always. Or at least I shed a single tear. Yeah. End of watch. Oh, yes. You did mention that when the other day. Yeah. His, when he's trying mm-hmm. to give the eulogy yeah. and he's just like, he's my brother. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm getting emotional oh, thinking yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. He's my brother. Yeah, and it's just like, you're like, oh, man, they Mm. really were bruvs. It's such a cool film. And you're crying. And then they cut to a scene that, like, assumably Mm. happened earlier. And he's talking about when he first started dating his wife. Yeah. And they were getting freaky. Uh, (laughs) and But they were, like, teenagers. Right. And then her parents come home. And he's running hid under the parents' bed. Mm -hmm. But then the parents start getting freaky. And he's like, dude. Dude, and then you're like crying, but you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I should be upset about this. Yeah, that's a very good film. And you actually had it on your Facebook post that you were doing throughout the week for 10 movies that have influenced you. And you know what? I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to be nominating people anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to. No, don't nominate there's people. There's more than 10. I reckon I've oh, got. Oh, 100%. It's, yeah. That's when people say, what's your favorite film? I find that a very tricky question. It's impossible to answer. So don't bloody ask us, all right? That's like when the What's a Face asked me the other day, what's your favorite Marvel movie? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You can't ask somebody that. And yeah, you, it's too tricky. being <laughs> a turd, well, Black Widow. It's like, are you out yet, bro? <laughs> oh, I'm hilarious sometimes. Yeah, sometimes.
Kendrick Lima, and that just reminded me. I watched D Smoke's latest music video this week, which features oh, yeah. Snoop Double Doe. Oh, that's a good song. Gaspy I like that song. Yanger. It was fucking a good video too. Um, in other news, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Spilling the tea on that one, but we did want to have a bit of a moment to, you know, sign off with you all. Yeah, and just check in with everybody. How how's everybody doing? Yeah? Well, you know, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> yes, you know, we do hope that you're doing okay in this COVID-19 world. As I said, Australia's getting a bit better with it. We'll probably have cafes and restaurants open again as of next month or the end of well, this month, which is May. Well, if we go the 14 days, I say we double down and go another 14 just in case, as in of no cases. Yeah. I know South Let's Australia. be real safe. We, we, we had zero for the last nine days in a row. Fuck Again. Yes. Hey, come We're going to do a social distance in low five. No touchy, Tap. no touchy. So, yeah, keep it up, South Australia. South spelt. <laughs> Don't drag it on. <laughs> what else can I say? Wait, no, it's not. It's forced outro right now. <laughs> South. How All else right. can I spell it? All I'm going to say right oh, now dear. is make sure you put the outro in. Yeah, I will. Thank you, Jade. And You're welcome. Uh, There's been another episode, another podcast. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, give us a five star rating, or find us on Not Another Podcast with two ts.podbean.com. And feel free to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram also. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>